agree with you. Huh? I agree with you. Exactly. It's not. Wait, did you agree with me? Hey, hey, hey. Breeze past it. Nothing happened. Very well. <laughs> How many people do you know can survive a huge hammer being bashed on their head? Bugs Bunny. <laughs> so Don't you can fool me, I'm right. <laughs> what is the Rick Booth is this? I have literal powers. Screen guys, I'm going home. <laughs>
I saw a video. I didn't realize Jake Fromm actually played in the game. Do you think Jake Fromm's going to get a start next week? He should. He looked he pretty should, solid in his drive. Because, what's his name, Mike Lennon? He's... Mike Lennon. Yeah, his, uh, if I'm the Giants, I'm like, I saw what Jake Fromm did. I'm like, yeah, that that's good, you know? He was completing a lot of passes, you know? He now granted he didn't get far, but he decided, oh, I need to tuck and run here. You know what I mean? Making yeah. good decisions. That's that's why I, he was making some good decisions. You know, in the game. So that that's that's how I look at it. That's what you need. You need a good decision maker. And granted, I think they're going to need to get another running back soon because I don't think. Uh... So, yeah, I don't think I don't think Saquon is going to be your long term term answer. Especially he was at one hit. point, but that was before he got injured, and you guys decided, yeah, we're not going to get a line to protect this guy. Saquon at one point was the best running back in the NFC East. Yes. Oh wow, he recently, guys. There you go. I, I I was hoping that you would say no. It's always been Zeke, but yeah. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm a realistic Cowboys fan. I can admit, I can openly admit, these last couple of seasons, Zeke has not been the Zeke of 2016 and 17. His first two years. He's the most yeah. recent years. He has not been the same. He hasn't. Which he I think that it just comes with the shelf life of a running back. Yeah. Eventually you're gonna see you're gonna see Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry may not be the same when he comes back. Yeah. Exactly. It's just the it's just the way of the running back. I mean, not many running backs are going to be able to produce at the high level that they were doing years before. I mean, everybody can't be Frank Gore. Speaking of Frank Gore. <laughs> there, yo, so. I did some, not mean to do that. I, I'm just going to let you know. I did not mean to bring Frank Gore's name up. Are, got look, so there are two takes that I've heard from that event that Frank Gore was involved in. The first one is that Jake Paul is doing the fight game the right way. And he's blatantly like, you know, rubbing it in Dana White's face that you're not paying your guys enough. That's one side. Because he's absolutely right. They're not getting paid enough. They really, UFC fighters do not get paid enough to do what they do. And he, and he's, look, this is what this one needs to happen. I'm, I'm if any if, if for any other reason to not support him, I support him for that reason alone. Exactly. Now, on the other hand, on the other hand, I would have been more impressed with the knockout if it wasn't Tyron Woodley, if he hadn't fought Tyron Woodley already. I'm just going to say that's this. The, that's not to say that's not to say that it wasn't impressive. That's not I, what I'm saying. I, I think it's time for people to actually put some respect on his name now. No, I'm saying it's not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying the knockout wasn't impressive. I'm saying I would have been more impressed if if he hadn't fought him already. Yeah. That's it. Other than that, I mean, hey. Because I've I seen a lot of people say that, oh, I mean, this was rigged. And it, it's the same excuse that they've been using the entire time. I'm just like, no, just give it. They're legit. It's okay. They may not be the greatest boxer ever, but they're legit. 
If you and again, if you're, they're they're putting they're, they're legit they're putting enough to get in the UFC. They're legit enough to get into the UFC. Yeah, I I, I will agree there. Which is a which is not easy, you know. No, you know. The only way it's easy is if you if you have a big name like CM Punk. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but now I know however, I know this was something that made you happy. Now, however, I, I, one last thing I want to say about this: I don't also don't like the fact that it seems seems, and it's again, it's kind of smart, but like. I'm gonna need him to fight some tougher people. You know what I mean? I think that'll come. That's the, just me. The more the more people see this, and that now he's gaining heat now. So I yeah. think it's going it's going to come to that point where he's going to have to go ahead and get and in. Look, some he, I don't even look at this as a kind of like um, heel, like a typical wrestling heel, like disrespecting boxing kind of way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't look at this. I look at this in a way and saying, like, like I said the first time, like, this is a dude who is making money, helping others make money. He's he's putting he is basically putting more money in people's pockets. And that, and that's that's all that's all yeah, I care about. Which I movie. which I can appreciate. Which I can appreciate. However, I do say because Jorge Masvidal released a video challenging him to a fight in the octagon. And even if it's not in the octagon, if they agree to a fight in boxing, uh, I just want Jake Paul to keep in mind that uh, for like 20 years, Jorge Masvidal was fighting in parking lots under Kimbo Slice. I don't think he can beat Masvidal. I don't think so either. I will be. So. I will be genuinely surprised if he can beat Masvidal. Keep. I don't think he will. Because, like I said, Masvidal is a guy who's like, like, well, he's a he's like a like a street fighter, a legit. Street Fighter. Like I said, when Kimbo Slice was doing his stuff, that's where Masvidal. My, Masvidal was fighting on the undercards of that. So Did he's you got see some the hands. knockout uh, at Fight Night, the main event of Fight Night Saturday? Oh, Derek Lewis? Yeah. That's that was cr- that. Who boy. Derek Lewis is a bad dude, man. That's a bad man, boy, I tell you. Honestly, he should probably get the next shot at, if depending on how it goes, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a next shot at, at uh, Francis Ngannou. I'm here for it. I wouldn't be surprised because they that that's coming up next. Uh, I think that's the next UFC event, uh, 270, Ngannou versus – I forgot who he's fighting. But I know it's for the World Heavyweight Championship, and I wouldn't be surprised if after that, uh, Lewis, Derek Lewis is the next Lewis shot. I think Lewis is probably next in line. Huh? I, 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 would, I would think Lewis is next in line. Yes. Yeah, so um, that's a football. This is something that's going to put a smile on your face. Now, I didn't think that the Saints was going to be able to pull the win off this week against Honestly, the Buccaneers. But so I that that was a surprise there. But I think the biggest surprise is the fact that they blanked the Buccaneers. Now, yes, it's good. But however, now all you skeptics, don't get it twisted. This means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Remember because remember, we all know the Saints won Tom Brady last year. Because we all know Tom Brady and the Bucks are going to get in the playoffs and turn into this this machine that cheat that runs on referees. 
I mean, to be fair, the referees have just been equally bad all year. Right? Well, I mean, I'm just saying they enhance in the playoffs. Well, yeah, I mean, they just get worse. I mean, this is people thought the replacement refs were bad. This is pre- these are regular refs, and they're getting progressively worse. Yeah. So oh, here's my thing. Is it back in snow? So you got to remember, Tom Brady played most of this game without Chris Godwin. Yeah, who tore his ACL. Tore his ACL, so he's out for this season. Mike Evans did absolutely. He only had a catch for 14 yards. Did he not play the whole game? So I'm not sure. Chris Godwin was out. Now, we talked about it, and I said that I didn't think that AB would be coming back to the team. I think now with Chris Godwin being out, that may have gave, given him a little bit of an advantage in this whole situation. So now I feel like they don't have another choice but to bring him back and then also dealing with Tom Brady and seeing how much him being cut from the Patriots two years ago really messed with Tom Brady's head. I think that they're going to keep him around for this season and the season only. Barcelona now, just scored against Sevilla. It's now tied one-to-one. Ooh. So this may, and I may be wrong again, and I, I will say I'm wrong if I'm wrong, but this may be it for AB. This might be his last season. Like I said, I, if if we all know Tom Brady loves winning almost as much as he loves cheating, but, but um, hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But never mind. The um, I'm pretty sure his favorite wrestler was Eddie Guerrero. I was gonna say Ric Flair because you know he's the dirtiest player in the game. So. Either, either or, a lot of cheat still. It's always game. weird. Rick Flair, Rick Flair would cheat sometimes, but he would almost rarely get caught. I always found that interesting. I mean, so did Eddie. Eddie would hit you with a chair, hit, hit, hit throw the chair down, and take a bump. No, I'm saying, but Flair would do it in like Flair would do it kind of how Tom's doing it. He would do it, but like subtly. You yeah. know what I mean? Whereas in some cases Eddie would be blatant with it, yeah. You know, Eddie would blatantly cheat. Tom like subtly cheat. Like Rick Rick Flair would subtly cheat. Sub, subtle, yeah. I said well, that. he learned from the he learned from the greatest. From, he learned from the great. Oh, uh, yeah. Belichick, Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Belichick's the OG. He is. He is. So, yeah, I, I still think the Buccaneers have a really strong shot to the uh, bow here. But that, but I, I think. I think the Packers may be the biggest threat right now. There, I was going to say that. I'm not going to say us. Them because the Rams. We're not, we're not there yet. The we're Rams may yet. have a really good shot, too, because now you start seeing Odell Beckham's kind of catching his feet, footing. Yeah. I'm and not saying us because, like I said, I love us, but our offense is not where it needs to be to be there. Defensive-wise, tying some stuff up, yes. I think I think the offense will be fine. And here's the thing. When it comes to pre- regular season and postseason, hold on. <laughs> you've seen a lot of teams can flip it on and off. So yes. it all depends on how you play once – Week 18 is over, and you get to the wild card because I don't know if the Cowboys are going to get that number one seed at the moment. I don't think we will. Right now, we're number um, two. Right, Yeah, so you're at number two. Uh, 
it all depends on the Packers. So the Packers next we have the Browns. Seventeen, they have y'all. Y'all play the football team next week as well. So we play the football team, the Cardinals, and then the Eagles. So the Cardinals could y'all might beat the Cardinals. So y'all have the Cardinals next week. Uh, Packers have the Vikings, which is going to be a question mark game. So keeping out week seventeen, and then week eighteen, y'all got Eagles and they have the Lions. So really, the only way I see is getting into, the only way I see is getting into the Super Bowl is if somehow the Super Bowl is somehow we don't run into the Packers, the Bucks, or the Rams. Like somehow the first round, like I don't care. One of those teams gets the first round by, but, you know, and then the Rams and the Bucks, the Bucks and the Packers play somebody else, you know. And then they get eliminated by a smaller team, which I'm not discrediting those teams who are like six and seven or seven and seven or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not because this is a weird year for football. You know how I know? Cincinnati is in the play is in the college football playoff. Do you know speaking of Cincinnati, do you know the percentage they had at the beginning of season of making the playoff before Probably the like season started? Point three. Exactly. It's exactly that, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know Michigan? What Michigan's was? Um, I'm going to say like a three. 0.05%. Jesus. But then again, you think about it. I, I think because I, I said it to y'all Sunday, I was like, what is going on with this week in football? Because we already had started off the week with a lot of the COVID situations. We had two games tonight. We had two games last night. Uh, Both those games started at the same time, which is weird. Yeah, very weird. I'll be at church, but still, um, well, it was it was a lot of weird stuff going on. So the pa- the Panthers played the whole game without a kicker. So they just went for two every time. Yes, because the kicker got injured doing warmups. You don't have a backup kicker. I mean, well, wait. you would think that the punter would be that guy, but evidently the punter's not really. Oh no, we know we found that out the hard way in uh <laughs> during preseason. So there you go. So then they had uh PJ. They had uh not PJ Morton, uh Walker. He was uh he tried to he they had him audition to be the uh place kicker for the day. So they played without a kicker. Wait, PJ Walker, who was like a star in the XFL, PJ Walker. Yes, he 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 tried out to be he tried out to be the kicker for the game. I I imagine that went about as I thought it as how I thought um, it. Um Let's just say he almost made the extra point during warm-ups. Because, you know, so the thing is, some of these guys can actually kick, though. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I bet when Chad Johnson tried it, people think, like, ah, he ain't go get it. And he nailed it, man. I mean, Ocho, think Chad Johnson was almost in the SFL, wasn't he, to be a kicker? No, he was almost – he was almost – he was on the practice was, squad for, for uh, the Kansas City – for Kansas City, the MLS team in Kansas City. Ah, there you go. I remember he was. He, it was either AAF or the XFL that he was uh, going to try out for. You know, and then Jeff Heath. He's a good kicker. I don't know if he's still playing, but he was a good kicker when when uh when our kick when Dan Bailey went down against the 49ers, He's I remember that I nailed remember the extra that. point. You know, other and other weird news from this week. Actually, that that's not true. He didn't nail the extra point. Well, he got it, but it like bounced off the upright and still went in, so it counts. Well, at least he's not Cody Farkey. Yeah, yeah, he didn't dunk it. So another weird news: 
the Cardinals got blown out. That is weird. By the Lions, might might I add. So now the Lions are no longer in uh, possession of that number one pick. That's funny. With the tie, belongs, that belongs to the Jaguars now. They still they have a tie. That's funny. I think that's they, not the number. The they have a tie, and they're not the number one pick. That's funny. They may be number three now. Still, two or three, but number one now is for the Jaguars, who lost to the uh, Texans thirty to sixteen. I don't think the Jag. Looking at the Jaguars' schedule now, do do I think the Jaguars have a chance? Oh, we have another Tank Bowl next week. We have the Jets and the Jags. <sighs> Got a little Tank Bowl. Uh, Patriots in in week seventeen, and they close out. I want to say against the Colts, which the Colts are really pushing heavy for a wild card spot. Actually, I take that back. The Tech, the Colt, the uh, the Colts are pushing for that division spot. And Jonathan Taylor, because, has, Jonathan Taylor has put that team on his back. Yeah, he's, and I say that because the Titans are kind of are kind of killing Lost. themselves right now. They're kind of lost without Derek. Because first of all, I don't know why they even decided to go do anything on the Steelers logo after what happened last week. Just stop, stop going on the team's logos before games, okay? It doesn't end well. Uh, what else is going? What else happened that was weird this week? Um. The Colts beat the Patriots. That was kind of I didn't see that coming. Uh, also in uh week in so week sixteen news, the uh football team is planning to bring their benches to uh Dallas. I mean, hey, hey, I admire the gamesmanship. I really do. Um, looking at this week, we got the Bears coming off of a short week since we played tonight. I admire the game. That should be interesting. Um, Titans, 49ers. I'm trying to th- see any interesting games coming up this week. Uh, this looks like a very boring week. Yeah, you get every th- those. Rams, Vikings, Raiders. Ra- yeah. Steelers, Cheese. No. Yeah, this is going to be a very boring week. Whoop! Looks like we won't have Tyler Lockett tonight, or Alex Collins. Neither have cleared uh, protocol. Did y'all beat the? Have you? Have y'all beat the Rams before? Or did y'all, they beat nope. you. They beat us. That was the game. Russell Wilson got injured, and we were this close to uh, coming back in it. Well, you know what they say about close. Yeah, the only counts the horseshoes and the hand grenades. That's correct. Um. Let's get into this. Uh, all right. Anything else sports wise? Um, I was gonna say that. Uh, I had something. I had. I had something for this, but I forgot. Um, people are not giving Cincinnati enough of a chance. I think Cincinnati. I I I think Cincinnati has a really, really decent chance to beat Alabama. Oh yeah, I yeah, really yeah, I do. Agree. I agree, and I don't mean this as in any given Sunday kind of way, like in a way like this as like yo, 
Alabama might mess around and lose this game. It might mess around. I think they're playing like, you know, Auburn or something and, and get beat. No, because so. Cincinnati's good. Yeah. Yeah. It should be it should be quite the fun game to watch though. Um, all right. So before we get to our top ten matches, I'm looking at some of these uh awards usually put out by uh one David Meltzer. And I want to do our own version. If you give me your name, and I'm going to give you my name. So he has here for Wrestler of the Year. I'm going to do a male Wrestler of the Year and female Wrestler of the Year. My male Wrestler of the Year is Roman Reigns. And my female Wrestler of the Year is going to be Bianca Belair. I was really debating Dan- I was really debating Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, but just that hiatus kind of was like, I got I got an edge at the Roman. But, Ro- but Bryan is my number two, definitely. Uh, for me, wrestler of the year is uh male. <laughs> I'm gonna male. I, I, I gotta say, I'm gonna say Roman as well. Um, nah, say what you trust, Isaac. I'm gonna say I, I actually like Shingo. I think Shingo hey, took yeah. out. I think Shingo Takagi has been try- – now, granted – nah, not granted anything. Shingo. I'm going Shingo. All right. Shingo and he, his year, this year for him, you knew him winning the title this year was inevitable, honestly. Right. You know, you knew it was going to happen. At, when he's, Ever since he got to New Japan, I'm thinking, yo, that guy's going to be world heavyweight champion soon. You know? Yeah. And he did. He got here. It was dominant. Just like didn't lose a he didn't lose a match. He got, debuted in 2018 at King of Pro Wrestling. He didn't lose a match until the Best of Super Juniors final in 2019 when he lost to Will Ospreay. That's like six months of victories of not getting pinned or submitted. So, like in anything, not even in tag matches, singles matches, multi-tag matches, none of that. Multiple time, junior cha- junior tag champ, all that. But this year, he started off the year, had a banger against Jeff Cobb for the Never Openweight Championship this year. Had bangers with Osprey for the World Heavyweight Championship. Had the banger with Okada to win the World Championship. Had a good run in the, in the G1. He didn't win it, of course. But still, like it was a good, good, solid run, you know, good solid run. To the point where I'm not sure what's going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom, but he had a good solid year. Really took everything that New Japan had to give, had to offer him, and and worked with it to the best of his ability. And I gotta admire him for that. And you female, female. Britt Baker. Uh, Britt Baker. She she's been carrying she's been carrying the division for a while, honestly. But um but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Britt Baker. You know. 
Actually, that's, not true. that's not true. That's not true. I'm, I'm bullshitting Bianca. I'm, I'm bullshitting Bianca. Who is your rookie of the year? Rookie? Let's say Carmelo. I like Carmelo. Carmelo Hayes. You gonna say Carmelo? Yeah. I'm gonna say Braun Breaker. Yeah, I like Carmelo. I like. Yeah, I like. I think I see great. He's definitely NXT champion in the future. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Breaker. It, it, it's ridiculous that fact that he's been wrestling a year and looks like he's been doing this thing all his life. It's it's just it's just amazing. Wait, hang on. How you how long for a rookie? Like first year or like young? I would say three years or less. Hold on, hold on. I think I think I think he's like five years in. To uh, Carmelo? Yeah. Hold on. You said three years or less. Yeah. Dang, he's only 27, too. Oh, wow. He's six years in. No, he's seven years in. He started in 2014. Dang, she's nine years. Who? Never mind. I was going to say Maki Ito, but she's nine. She's uh nine years in. So, so yeah, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go with Braun Breaker. Actually, uh, I'm gonna say Anthony Ogogo. Who he's he's in some hot water right now with the fans. I yeah. say that much. Well, yeah. But yeah, I think I don't. I think he's definitely about that situation. I think I definitely think because he's in the U.S. I think him and Gresham will squash that. Yeah, not because I want them to squash it, because I still want to keep liking. Oh go go! But like I think like both of them are man up to be like, yo, let's squash this thing. You know what I'm I mean? Pretty, I'm pretty sure he has connections to get to him, so he can really iron everything out. Because he put the, he there. put the thing out there. He said like, if you want to talk about it, if we can chat about it, we can. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't think a go goes the type of person is that big headed. That's what I'm saying. I don't like I said. I said it like that's not a. He was like you say, he's a bit of a prick. He was being a bit of a prick with what he was saying, but I don't think it was like he was trying to like shoot or be healed, be like this cheap heat or whatever. You know what I mean? Because like I say, he don't need that. He don't need cheap heat. Look at him. <laughs> All right, I got one more. All right. If there's one person that you thought was a that you if somebody that grew on you over the year. Was it a wrestler that grew you over this over this course of a year? That grew on me. So I mean, I like this, but Bianca, she grew. She really. Yeah, but you got to remember, I've known that you have not been the biggest fan of Bianca yeah. for the for a while, so I, I can see that. Uh, she definitely grew on me. I'm gonna say Statlander. Yeah, I love her. I didn't care for her first, but you said the same thing about Orange Cassidy. Hey, so so sometimes you got to let things grow on you. You said the you said and, and let you dress up like them. 
hey, 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 hey. I got people taking pictures with me. You did it twice, man. I got I got a picture out there that I ain't gonna ever see my life. Oh, because it was on homie's phone, wasn't it? Yes. Oh wow. It'd be so funny if I see that if I cast that picture five years down the road. If you do, I'm gonna be in. I, I took this picture with this random black guy. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get down to these top tens. I'm be real with you. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. For the most part, I know what my number one is. But from ten to uh, one, ten to two is not really going to be completely in order. That's fair. So I'm gonna start off my number ten. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rose at St. Patrick's Day Massacre. Oh, that's the uh, light top match. Yeah, that was a good match. That really was. Uh, I have three honorable mentions I want to get out. Um, Thirteen Jungle Boy Dax Harwood was at the beginning of the year. And uh, it was especially it came after weeks of like FTR using dirty tactics to win. You know what I mean? Like yeah. interferences and all that. So to see this match play out the way it did was really good. Uh, number twelve, Charlie Evans versus Alex Colon at the Nick Gage Invitational. Uh, Charlie Evans <laughs> was like the last person to last female in the tournament. And she put on a good one last cologne. It was really good, really fun. Uh, and then number 11 is Sammy Callahan and Kenny versus Kenny Omega at Slammiversary. The only reason this is on here is because the beginning of the match, uh, Sammy was going to hit him with a chair, but he stopped, put the chair down, and then snapped on a headlock. He said, wrestling, and then snapped the headlock off onto Kenny Omega while he's sitting in the chair. That's the only reason it's on this list. Uh, but my number 10 is Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley that was, from WrestleMania. That was really good. I didn't yeah. even have that on my list. Yeah. I got some WrestleMania. I got a WrestleMania up here, but that's not it. Yeah. Uh, why do you think that's why do you think that's on my list? The clean finish. The clean finish. Because that because it opened the show, and when the match opens the show, what is the one thing you just want from it? Especially a WWE show. You know what a, I want? A, a clean, clean a clean finish. match, a clean finish. From two dudes who look like they do you really look at them? Do they really look like they need help? Nah, exactly, exactly. So that's, that one, that's what Lash, the funny thing is. Lash was saying that Monday. He looked at MVP was like MVP. I don't need your help. <laughs> uh, my number nine, a match that I know Isaac probably will never watch in his life, but it was amazing. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Hell in a Cell at Crown Jewel. Yeah, no, no. This is probably the greatest Hell in a Cell match I've seen in the since Seth, since Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. That was that's good. It did from the clips I've seen. It does look good. This was amazing. So I had, I had to throw that up there. I know um, a lot of people didn't watch it for for their various reasons, which is respectable. Especially those who are sticking by their guns for it. Yeah. But just just for me and my reasonings, I love this match. Uh my number nine is Shuri versus Utami Hayashishida at Stardom Um Cinderella Cinderella Dream. It's their big show in the Tokyo Dome. They had uh they so they had 
they were going like 60 minutes. It was a world title. It was a world for the world of stardom championship. But they went to a time limit draw the first was, time. What, so they they did a uh, Broadway. They did a, that. And then they went 30 more minutes. Jesus. And that went to a draw. So they essentially wrestled an hour and a half. And like both, but there were multiple times in the point where I'm thinking, yo, they're gonna pull it off. So one of them's one of them's gotta pull it off, right? No, they the strikes, kicks, all that, they they did whatever it took to try and get the win, but they couldn't put each other away. Great piece of work though. Great piece of work. Number eight, Maxwell Jacob Friedman versus Darby Allen at All Out. You mean full gear? Yeah, full gear. My fault. My fault. Because uh-huh. he fought Jericho at All Out, right? Yeah. Now that you say that, yeah. This is not. By the way, this is not my uh, last match for Full Gear. Full Gear was a really good show. It was a good show. I, I still I stand by this, and I say Full Gear was better than All Out. No, I, I actually agree Fight with you. Me. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. No, because I know uh-huh. a lot of people were saying that All Out was the best show. Um, why you? I like that match too. I like that match too. But why do you think really I didn't? Why do you think it's not on my list? Why? The finish. I know he's a heel, but here's I the, think that's what I think that's what made it that much better for me because he no, did I, exactly. I know, but it's like I get. I get MJF as a heel. I, I get it. I get it. He's, I get he has the beautiful diamond ring. I get all that. And I get he's supposed to be, he's supposed to do these things. But like, with the match is that good. Like, I need, you know, he's, and he said, he, granted, granted, he said it was going to beat him with a headlock taper, takeover. I'm saying, dog, do what they do in New Japan. Like, work him over until you, be, you, you get him with the headlock takeover. You know what I mean? I thought it was. I, I I thought it was great. I, I just didn't like that part. Seriously, I'm sitting there like, man, that match was good, but I hate that finish. I thought it was great. Speaking of which, there's a match up here. That there's a. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure there's a match that's not on my card. Let me see. I may have put it up here. Did I put it up here? I did not for that main reason because I didn't like the finish. Oh sweet. So yes, I did not put the uh, match from last Wednesday on my uh, my list because of the finish. Yeah, that was not. I I couldn't I couldn't get behind that. Like I said, I gave he's good. Look. Here's how I know MJF can do it. Well, obviously he can do it. He's not booked to do it, but that's another point. He wrestled Jungle Boy last year, double or nothing, for like they went like 20 minutes. He beat him clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I'm saying so I know he can do it. So I'm like, what's the point of the ring? You know? My thing is you can yeah, yeah, you should be able to be able to beat people clean, but at the same time. And sometimes beating somebody in a dirty fashion is protecting is protecting the person depending on the who are whoever the person's wrestling so like Darby you don't really want to beat him completely clean especially when he is basically I would consider Darby to be the number two face of the company outside of CM Punk so you got Paige and then there's Darby Punk is like a legacy, a legacy item. He he's he's practically like on the cusp of legend. 
So you, you got those like your Jericho, your Brian, your CM Punks, but then you look at your upper and comers, just Hangman, then Darby. That's just me. Um, did you go? What was that? Ten, nine, eight. Did you get put your eight? My number eight. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Katsuyori Shibata at the G1 Climax Final. This wasn't really a match. It was a five-minute UWF exhibition, which is like UWF is like technical submission style. Basically, there's no pinfalls. You only win by submission or knockout. And um, it was Katsuyori Shibata's first in-ring action. Since 2017 against Katsu Kazuchika Okada when he almost died. Not in the ring, but like afterwards. He he had a hematoma and almost died. And then he came back like a couple months later, uh saying, I'm alive. So but yeah, th- that's why this is on that list. Because if you watch it, it's a first of all, obviously it's a technical masterpiece because Katsu Shibata. And Zack Sabre Jr. wrestled the same style, only Shibata hits like a little bit harder. But it was it was great. It was a fun, fun thing to watch. Very fun. Oh, and he's gonna wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom. So not sure who's gonna wrestle, but if he's not wrestling Zack Sabre Jr., I don't want it. Or Brian Danielson. So evidently AJ Styles is gonna be on a NXT tonight, too. I do I care or not? Do I care? I kind of want to see what's going to happen. Is uh, he's supposed that's to be, what I'm saying? Like, do I want? Am I intrigued? He's going to be dealing with Grayson, who has been a heat magnet for the last few weeks. I I, I appreciate where his where he's going right now, especially after what he did to Johnny. I'm thinking about getting one of Johnny's shirts. By the way, some of his shirts look really cool. Yeah, they do look dope. Uh, my number seven is going to be Hangman Page versus uh, Kenny Omega at Full Gear. Uh, AEW Marks will be uh, hunting you on Twitter for this, by the way. The I don't care. Way. I'm already called e drone anyway. It's not the worst thing you could call me. That's true. Um, number seven for me is Josh Alexander versus TJP in an Ironman match on Impact for the X Division Championship. It was like Brett and Sean in the ring, only way better and less, I guess, toxic heat between them. But yeah, this is a like a wrestling. If you want pure wrestling clinic, and no pun intended on Jonathan Gresham, but yeah, that was a pure professional wrestling clinic. Josh Alexander, TJP, very good stuff. And we got got it on free television. That's what that's what was amazing. Such a good match, you know. Very very good. And by the way, for those who do not didn't hear me the first time, my list is not completely in order outside of the number one list, number one of the list. So, yes, I've already said it, but that's not necessarily where I have it. In all honesty. By the way, one thing I left off my match, I left off here internally just because it wasn't like it, this is one of the cases where the sequel wasn't better. Walter Dragonoff, Walter versus Ia Dragonoff didn't make the cut for me. Hmm. Oh, that thought. 
I, I um, the original was better. Well, not the original from their times in the Indies. The first one they had in WWE was better, and it'll always be better. Like I don't, yeah. My number six is going to be Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. That's I know it's not in order, but I imagine that that would be in your top five. Wow. I mean, let's put it this way: this was the greatest re- women's wrestling match of twenty twenty one. On I, this side of the pond. Damn. Because <laughs> I knew where you were going. This was the greatest women's wrestling match on this side of the pond. Well, to be fair, I haven't seen Charlie Evans versus Re, uh, Rena Yamashita in a death match. They had a GCW, but I imagine it was it was banging. Well, you know how I feel about death matches. Yeah. Uh, my number six is CM Punk Eddie Kingston, which now I think about it, I want to change it to Brian Danielson Eddie Kingston. You know, yeah, sorry, I'm keeping, I'm keeping it. Uh, CM Punk uh, Eddie Kingston from Full Gear. Uh, no, it's screw it. That's not what I said. Number six is Brian Danielson Eddie Kingston from uh, Rampage. Great work, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie's going. Getting, Eddie is going places. You know, yeah. like Eddie, Eddie Kingston should be world champion before he retires. Agreed. In AEW. Uh, my number five is going to be Roman Reigns versus Cesaro at WrestleMania Backlash. One of the most unsung. I, I really think this is probably one of the more underrated matches of the year as well. I, 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 I yeah, I believe that. I, I think so too. Um, Cesaro finally got a shot, and he delivered. He did as best he could, which is all he could do. Uh, number five is Punk Kingston from Full Gear. Uh, this was just a fight. It was a fight. Like those dudes were fighting, fighting the whole time. You know. Uh, <laughs> it was really great. I love Punk's gear in the match too. Was that dude? That was when he came out with the uh, jujitsu shorts. Yeah, the trunks. Yeah, it was a really, really fun match. Really fun. Somebody said it was better than 6394, which 6394 is Kawada, is uh, Toshiaki Kawada versus uh, Mitsuhiro Masawa. I wasn't seen... even one yet. Huh? I wasn't even one year. I know what I'm saying. I've seen that match. That match was great. But. I know a lot of old heads are probably going to say that they're smoking crack. They're about the same. Well, you're talking about back in the 94? Yeah, a lot of old heads will probably say, tell those people that were saying that, that they're smoking crack. Well, that, that, the match from 94 is better than this? Or the other way around? Gotta help me out here, buddy. No, about that match being better. About uh, Punk, uh, Kingston? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Yeah. It was good, though. It's definitely good. Shit's long though, but 
Um, looking. Let's look at. Uh, this is four. Yes. Who Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus on an episode of Raw? This is March the first. This is a last man standing match they had, right? Or is this a street fight? This was the street fight. It was the same night that Bobby Lashley won the title. I'll say that much. Okay. 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 I was um, in the gym, literally in the gym watching this. And I stopped my workout just to watch. And I would I would do my next reps during commercial break. Usually if I'm in the gym watching wrestling, I'm just kind of having off background noise. But this was that good. By the way, how are your legs from yesterday? Uh, surprisingly, they're not bad. Same. They were they were same. worse. They were worse last night, dog. Same. Like, I mean, I'm feeling it in like my my uh, my quads right now, but I haven't turned into Kevin Nash. Oh no, I, I feel like they'll be worse tomorrow, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I I think that's it. you see what I did there with Kevin Nash. Yeah. yeah. Quick. All right. Good. Good. Uh, my number four is Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. This match was everything it it was advertised to be to see who was the best. Now, granted, we didn't get an answer, but it was everything we thought it was going to be, and it delivered. Crowd was into it from the beginning. Uh, and Brian Danson said the iconic line that he's used that we hadn't heard since he left the independency. He is going to get... His fucking head kicked in. I was waiting for it. Yeah, it was great. It was great. By the way, his theme sounds so much better with that in there. That's that crazy. Alright, where that left. Sounds so much better. You got three more left. All right, cool. Yeah. Number you three. Yeah. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. SmackDown, April 30th. Didn't you already tell me you're one? I feel like you already told me you're one. Yesterday. But I don't remember. I mean, No, I remember. I remember. That's a good one, by the way. That was a good one. Daniel People are like, yes, Bryan Danielson has been having bangers on AEW. But I don't think anybody has gone out as strong as Daniel Bryan did in WWE. No. Yeah, yeah, Mox had the, the special and everything, but Daniel Bryan went out. On the shield. He went out on the shield. Yeah, but Daniel Bryan went out with one of his best matches. He, it was he put everything into this last match. In WWE. He made me believe. That's so, for sure. Props to Brian. Absolutely. For being for what a, a amazing WWE run, bro. And continuing I, on with that great run into another company. For those who do not know Daniel Bryan, Brian Danson is my favorite wrestler. Kota Ibushi's mine. Who didn't make this list? Because injuries and kind of an underwhelming year considering the last two years. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Not going to lie. Uh, your three? 
Will Ospreay versus Ricky Knight Jr. from RevPro High Stakes. Uh, for those who don't know, Ricky Knight Jr. is Paige's nephew. Uh, and at the time of this, he was the undisputed, he was the British heavyweight champion. But uh, Will Ospreay was also the British heavyweight champion. So they had a unification match, and it was class. Absolutely class. Um, I did not expect the way the match went. I did. I didn't expect the finish to be the finish. Put it that way. That's that's why it was so good. You know, I did not expect the finish to be the finish. I thought it was going to be somebody actually hitting their finisher, but they didn't. But yeah, that was good. Very well done. My two. Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega at AEW Grand Slam. I imagine it's for the same reasons I said it, right? Or yeah, this was great, and I, 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 I was cool with this time limit draw. How'd you feel about the Page Brian draw? I wasn't really too fond of it. I wasn't either. It. The, I I watched it, then I looked at the discourse on Twitter, and it was like people were talking about it like it was uh, Omega and Okada, the draw they had at Dominion 2017, which I remember that, but that match had more drama than this match. Yeah. Because that match was centered around... I really feel like they could have built this even further. I feel like they could have actually had a better story in the match. Like, can Kenny yeah. Ome- can he hit the buckshot? Because that's what Kenny had against Okada. Because in that first match he had with Okada, he never hit the one-wing angel. Here, he was like, okay, can Kenny's hit the one-wing angel here? And he did, but it didn't count. Well, he, he got a foot on the rope. God, it was a great match. So I'm watching All In right now. Somehow it just popped up on my YouTube, so I just watching. Uh, Chris, I think this is Christopher Day is going to get somebody. Christopher Day is gets out of the ring. Oh, Christopher, just, yeah, Daniels and ML, Stephen ML. Okay, that's what it is. So he he falls on the apron, stands up, just lays right on the table. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, well, no, at least it worked out for the table because Emil went through the table and nobody was home. Because that was when um uh, that was when uh Amel blamed uh Daniels blamed Amel for the death of somebody we don't like talking about anymore. Death of somebody we don't oh 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 the the uh the penis is about to come on the TV, aren't they? Oh Lord. Not looking. All right, cool. Did you, all right, are we on one? Uh, my two was uh, Maki Ito versus Miyu Yamashita uh, from Russell Princess on October 9th. Uh, I love this match. I loved it to death. I was watching this whole match hoping, praying that, oh, my gosh, I hope Maki Ito wins. Because I watched her win the tournament that led up to this title shot. And she called it, if she won this, it would be her happy ending. And, yeah, great, great piece of work. 
Great piece of work. It also had one of the best sequences I've ever seen. Uh, Yamashita went for a knee, and Maki Ito countered it by like catching her knee and then rolling backwards into a single leg crab. It was the smoothest thing ever. Very smooth. So yeah, that that's that was great. That was my two. And the ref just like took his shirt off. Uh, my number one, Ilya Dragunov versus Walter at Takeover Thirty Six. Yeah, that wasn't that great to me. It wasn't. I I rewatched it recently. And I'm like, it just don't hit. It just don't hit like the first one. That's not to say it wasn't bad, but it just didn't hit like the first one. I love that was without the crowd. That was without a crowd. <laughs> you know, that first one was on a was without a crowd. Like, and that this one didn't hit. This one didn't do it for me. See, I guess my thing is matches like that. I kind of tune out the crowd because I want to. Like when I watch, uh, when I watch New Japan stuff. The crowd doesn't really, to me, doesn't really add much. Like, I'm looking for what you're doing in the ring. And so when I watched this match, I went and I watched uh, Pete Dunne versus uh, Tyler Bate at TakeOver Chicago. Yeah, that was great. That was amazing. Uh, Pete Dunne versus Walter. I forget what TakeOver that was. That was uh, New York. TakeOver New York. That was the one I almost went to, but we went to the G1 instead. To okay. Supercard. So matches like that, I kind of, I kind of have a mode. Right. Oh, sorry. I kind of have a mode that I go into so I can see what's going on, because I already know the the pacing, what the pace is going to be. So yeah. Um. My number one is Shingo Takagi versus Will Ospreay from Wrestling Dantaku. Now, your reason the reason why you like um the reason why you like what you just said about the crowd <laughs> toning out, the fact that this had a crowd, but because the COVID situation in Japan is weird, you can have crowds, but they can't they're socially distanced and they're wearing masks, but they can't like make noise, which is weird. So they have to really, they all they do is clap, but that's I think that's really weird, by the way. I mean, the first Japan match I ever watched was nothing but clapping, by the way. No, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, I thought it was really strange that, like, now it's like that everybody's socially distanced, they're wearing a mask, but they can't, like, scream, you know, for their favorite guy. They got the signs and everything, but I mean, they just can't cheer, you know, whatever. I thought that was really, they gasp. Sometimes you know, they were like, oh, you know, when certain stuff happens, but like they can't, you know, actively cheer like they would before, which again, that's whatever. But because of that, this match was, it had no right being this good. Uh, but Takagi and Osprey have amazing chemistry. A go goes from Suffolk? Huh? A go goes from Suffolk? Oh yeah, uh, Portsmouth in England, Suffolk, England. Wait, Suffolk's in Portsmouth. There's an England. It's in. But England. he's from Suffolk. Yeah, in England. But you just said Portsmouth. There's a Portsmouth, England too. So which part? Which one is he from? Portsmouth or Suffolk? You just said it. He's from Suffolk. You're confusing me now. 
he there's a Portsmouth, England. Well, I know about Portsmouth. Is it also in Norfolk, right? That I'm not sure. So are you telling me England's Virginia? What? England is just ba- basically the 757. Not really. really about it. There must be a new for a news over there, too. I think there's, I'm pretty sure. Is there a, South, a Southampton club? Football club? I think there's a Southampton football club in England. I think. So basically, England's the 757. Gotcha. Hey, it's, look, it's Dr. Britt Baker. Yeah, Southampton is a city in England. She's going a long way, though. There is also a Suffolk in England, yes. So, so again, England is the seven five seven. Cambridge shot. It borders north. It borders Norfolk to the north, Cambridgeshire to the west, and Essex to the south. We don't have an Essex. We have a Sussex. No, we. We do have, we have a Essex. Do I think we do? I swear. Essex County in Virginia. Virginia is England. Virginia is basically England. It's, if Virginia was basically England, we'd have a way better football football program. No, I'm not talking American. We have a, we have a football program. Anyway, <laughs> Osprey, Osprey, Os, Osprey must not be must not Chicago be good enough. Was was really good. I had no right being as good as it was, but their chemistry was off the charts. Osprey and Takagi's chemistry is really amazing. They've had it like every match they've had. They fought at the New Japan final, New Japan Cup final. Great chemistry. Best of Super Juniors final. Great chemistry. They had it. They were countering each other. I think what's the name hit the os cutter on them at one point. Like Shingo hit the os cutter on Osprey. So yeah, so, yeah, great piece of work. Great piece of work. But yeah, that's 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 the ten. So yeah, oh, look, it's the hot mess. Now I gotta find me something to eat before I go to church. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So that's all I got. That's my list. Well, next week I know we're getting into some music, so get your uh get your music and everything right. Uh we'll see how we go about that. Yep. Uh I learned a lot today. That uh, Port- that Virginia is England, without the good football team. Teams, teams. There's like five, actually more than that. Yes, yeah, England without the good football teams. Yes, plenty. There's a plethora. And that's it. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Isaac is uh, tearing papers apart and get ready to hit somebody in the head. A la Brody Lee. Who is this? Oh. It's the person that nobody wants to uh, talk about anymore. Yeah, shame. Uh, one day she'll be all right. Nice while it lasted, though. Yeah. Uh, Same thing with be- the other guy. 
No, yeah. not not the other guy, but same thing with you know the guy we we frequently talk about, even though nobody else talks about him. Yeah. Great moments. Um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting out of here. Peace, love, and pop stars. Always remember to drink water. Also, uh, have everybody have a Merry Christmas. Yes, Mer Mer Mer. Oh, look, Tully's there. Mer Krimo. Yeah. Is that Magnum? Magnum TA. Yeah, have a Merry Christmas. And Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah, what am Happy I talking Kwan- about? Merry Christmas. That's that's capitalism. That's the capitalist in me talking. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa, everybody. Yes. Uh, yes. That starts on the 26th. Yes. So when you, when you see us again, it will, we will be in the midst of Kwanzaa. So yes, we'll be in the midst of Kwanzaa, and our inner hoteps will be talk will be coming out. Maybe I'll maybe I'll come in here with a kufi on. If you do, I'm dying. All right, I'm gonna go find me a kufi. <laughs> <laughs> we out of here, y'all. Peace.